0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jerry. I'm co host Katie.
1: Today, we are going to talk about something that relates to Christmas as it's just around the corner. But before we get started, we want to take a moment for the families that were touched by the recent tornado that laid a devastating path across four states and over 200 miles. The damage and loss of life is beyond sad and unfortunate. And we would like to do anything that we can to help support those in need, as well as a shout out to all of the first responders and civil pedestrians that jumped into action to help those wounded and lost from this disaster. And to the linemen as well that will be uh, working tirelessly to get power back to all those in need before the weather turns really cold. If you'd like to help out, call your local sheriff's department and see if they are taking donations or to find out if there is any local fundraisers to help out. Kentucky took the biggest hit from the tornado with the highest amount of casualties. Kentucky Heartland Branch of Feeding America set up a donation link. We will drop it in the comments. They have mobilized efforts to provide ready-to-eat meals that require no cooking and extra utensils. This will help the group feed those who are out of power or shelter and unable to cook. Out of their goal of $500,000, they have currently received $416,000 in donations. Anything helps no matter how small. With all the injuries sustained, the American Red Cross is asking for blood donations as they are on short supply uh, following the COVID pandemic. So if that's something that you could do, it could really help save some lives. Also, Kentucky State Governor Andy Bashir announced a relief fund that is solely dedicated to the on-ground efforts. The Team Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Fund is up now and will help those in need. We will also be putting this link in our description. Or if you want to mail in donations, please make your check to Kentucky Finance and Administration Cabinet in the memo line. Please note the donation is for the Team Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Fund. Send your checks to Kentucky Finance and Administration Cabinet, 200 Marrow Street. That is M-E-R-O Street, 5th Floor, Frankfort, Kentucky. The zip code is 40622. They also want us to let you know all donations to the Team Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Fund are tax deductible, and donors will receive a receipt for tax purposes after donating.
0: Okay, thank you for listening to that short announcement. Now on with the show. All right, so today we're going to talk about Krampus. Now, the Krampus is a horned figure that during
1: the Christmas season scares children who have misbehaved. He accompanies St. Nicholas or Santa Claus, as we call him here in the States. Now, I've always wondered how in the hell Santa can visit every house on the planet in a single night. I didn't know that in most places he visits on December 5th and then the rest on the 24th. That was news to me but it still seems like an impossible
0: task, but splitting it in half would make it easier. Then come to find out, it's not just Santa. <clears throat> he
1: has other companions as well, both kind and giving, like the big jolly man who drinks all your milk and eats all of your cookies, and those that punish the ones that found themselves on the naughty list. There's Krampus, Kobold, Netch Ruprecht, Klauboff, and many more names in different regions of the blue planet.
0: There's also another name. Katie, you want to take a guess at what it might be? I don't know. <laughs> what is the jury? <laughs> Belzebub.
1: which sounds yeah, an awful lot. Yeah, I would have never lot, thought that. Which also sounds a lot like Beelzebub, if you ask me. Which you already know, yes. that's another name. That's another name for Satan. Now, in the Zetra Republic, Old Saint Nick is accompanied by an angel and a devil. So now, at this point in my research, my head's spinning, and I'm thinking, who the hell is this Santa guy that breaks into our houses every Christmas Eve and apparently brings Satan and the Son of God with him? to look at my dirty home and bratty kids and be all judgy. And now I feel like, along with the milk and cookies for Santa, I need to put out wine and bread for Jesus, and what the hell do you put out for the deceiver? I looked into that, and apparently it's customary to offer Krampus snops. Or, from what I've gathered, a Krampus snops is brandy. Anyways, I've got sidetracked far enough. Back to Krampus and the old guy that says ho 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 too much. The pair visit children on the night of the 5th of December, with St. Nicholas rewarding the well-behaved children with gifts, while the badly behaved ones only receive punishment from Krampus with birch nods, birch rods. Now, what do they look like? The companions travel with St. Nicholas carrying with them a rod, sometimes sticks or a broom, along with a sack. They are sometimes seen wearing black rags, soot covered faces, and unruly black hair. The companions look like dark, sinister, or rustic versions of Old Crinkle himself, with a similar costume but with a darker color. Which is probably because all the children are naughty. So, the companions are doing all the work, and Old St. Nick is just chilling in the sled while they go up and down the chimneys getting covered in soot.
2: So, while the origin of Krampus is unclear, some folklorists and anthropologists have decided it as having pre Christian origins. In traditional parades and events such as the Krampus Run, young men participate dressed as Krampus and attempt to scare the onlookers. I don't know, I would probably go to that parade. Probably wouldn't take my kids unless, you know, they were doing something bad. I could probably take my kids to that at that point. Having been portrayed in Hollywood horror films since 2013, Krampus has begun to become a part of American popular culture and more widely known throughout the known world. In 1975, while in Stereo, anthropologist John J. Honigman wrote this about his observations. The St. Nicholas Festival we are describing incorporates cultural elements widely distributed in Europe, in some cases going back to pre-Christian times. Nicholas himself became popular in Germany around the 11th century. The feast dedicated to this patron of children is only one winter occasion in which children are the objects of special attention. Others being Martinmas, the Feast of the Holy Innocents, and New Year's Day. Masked devils acting boisterously and making nuisance of themselves are known in Germany since at least the 16th century, while animal masked devils combining dreadful comic antics appeared in medieval church plays. A large literature, much of it by European folklores, Bears on these subjects. Austrians in the community studied are quite aware of heathen elements being blended with Christian elements in the St. Nicholas customs and in other traditional winter ceremonies. They believe Krampus derives from a pagan supernatural who is assimilated to the Christian devil.
0: All right, now check this out. In 1932, There was an election
1: in Austria. The Krampus tradition was prohibited, and in the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets titled, Krampus is an Evil Man. Towards the end of the century, a popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations occurred and continues today. The Krampus tradition is being revived in Bavaria as well, along with local artistic traditions of hand-carved wooden masks. In 2019, there were reports of drunken or disorderly conduct by uh, masked campuses in some Austrian towns. So to me, this old tradition is just something for all the adults to drink and have
0: fun and act fools while scaring their children into being model citizens. Could you imagine,
2: though, going to Austria And not knowing anything about Krampus really, and you're around there about the time they're doing these festivals.
1: Yeah, you just step outside and you're like, "Oh, everybody's like, (laughs) it's like Mardi Gras. What's going on? What the fuck is that?" You just see this damn demon running (laughs) down
2: the street, (laughs) (laughs) or if they have disorderly conduct and they're drunk and stuff, like, you know, what if they like come knocking on your B and B and you're just like. Oh, yeah, not answering for that. I'm definitely not opening my door for that. What do you do? I mean,
1: uh, (laughs) I'd be scared to death. Apparently, when they're doing this, the Krampus run, apparently that's what they, that's the sole purpose of this, is to dress up, look like some weird Christmas demon, and then scare the shit out of as many people as you can. It's not just march down in a parade, it's literally spread terror while being drunk.
2: Well, that's exactly what they're going to be doing. (laughs) While we talked about the general look of the companions, what does Krampus himself specifically look like? The common appearances that pop up is he's hairy, usually brown or black, and has cloven hooves and horns of a goat, with fangs and a long pointed tongue hanging out. This is just further showing the comparison to Beelzebub, as we mentioned earlier. Krampus carries chains, thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes the chains to scare you as if his appearances aren't good enough. The chains are sometimes accompanied with bells, like the ones you hear jingling from the jolly fat man. You might also see him carrying bundles of birch branches that he occasionally swats children with. Now, in some views, the branches are replaced with the whip. But this could be a variation of tools that he uses depending on how bad the children were. Krampus, like Old Man Krinkle, appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back. But this sack is not for gifts. Nope, this is for the children that may have misbehaved. And it is to carry them off for drowning, eating, or even transporting them to hell. In parts of Europe, on December 6th, they celebrate the Feast of St. Nicholas. And as mentioned earlier, on December 5th, it's Krampus Night and on the night of Krampus, the wicked hairy devil appears on the streets, sometimes accompanied by St. Nicholas and sometimes his own. Krampus Krampus makes his rounds to homes and businesses alike, and when St. Nick appears, he carries a golden ceremonial staff. Unlike our version of Santa Claus and their celebration St. Nicholas concerns himself only with the good children, while Krampus is responsible for the not-so-good children. Nicholas brings gifts, and Krampus brings the coal and bundles birch branches.
0: Now, this next part, whenever I was doing my research, it just seems like it always happens. It just keeps repeating itself. But
1: in the Alpine regions, they have a seasonal play known as the Nicholas Play, and it's inspired by the Paradise Plays, which focused on Adam and Eve's encounter with the devil. The Nicholas Plays shows a competition for the human souls and questions their morality. In these plays, St. Nicholas would reward children for efforts towards learning rather than just being good. Now, there were pagan traditions in the Alpine regions that became intertwined with Catholicism. People would dress up as perched, a devil that looked like two legged humanoid goat with a giraffe like neck covered in animal furs. People wore costumes and marched into processions known as Perchtenlaufen, which can be seen as early stages of the Krampus runs. Now the Catholic Church, as they Usually do did not like this, and Perchtenlaufen was banned by some civil authorities. But due to widespread population and hard-to-reach environments within the Alpine region, the ban was almost impossible to enforce and was practically rendered useless. Eventually, the Perchtenlaufen added Saint Nicholas and his rules of good morals. Then the Perch turned into Krampus and followed what could be learned from Saint
0: Nicholas. Now. I understand that Krampus is sort of like, I mean, he's evil Santa. He's like the devil, and I get all that. But
1: as always, the church seems to want to intervene and make rules on everyone's lives. I understand they want everyone to follow Jesus. They want everybody to make it into heaven. That's great. But forcing someone into the religion is not going to do that. They must come willingly and of their own free will and accept Jesus and their Lord Savior. Forcing everything or getting rid of things and making laws against something that you don't like does not get you into heaven. Your job, your sole purpose is to worry about you and you alone, your relationship with Jesus and the Lord Savior. You can share it, you can tell people about it, but enforcing it does does not do nothing. If somebody is not yet ready to accept God, then they're not going to, and you're not going to help them along the road by trying to force it on them. Same thing whenever you look back to all the witch trials. Everything else back in the day, if something scared them and it wasn't their religion, it didn't have to do with God, and they thought God wouldn't like it, then they would burn them, they would hang them, they'd put people through trials. They'd done all kinds of other stuff, and that's just not your job. Your job is to take care of you, and somebody is willing and ready to learn about Jesus Christ and take him in as their Savior. They will come and ask you and share it with them, but don't force it. Just stop it. There's nowhere in the Bible that Jesus burns peoples or hang people. No, he just asked for forgiveness where for they did not know. I had to do a little rant. I know we don't normally talk
0: specifically about religion on this podcast, but it just pops up all the time. And somewhere there just has to be a line drawn. Because if you're going...
1: And you are you got all this anger and hatred and everything else and you and, and your fear and you're scared and you're punishing all these other people and sending them on up so that they
0: can just go ahead and be judged. Well, what are you doing to you? You know what I'm saying? I agree with that.
2: I mean, even like back in early Christianity, you had pagans. And they were actually, you know, fights and wars between the pagans and the Christians because Christians wanted it, the pagans to convert and go to their religion. So, I mean, there's been pressure for religion since the beginning of time, pretty much.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing, which is just kind of weird, but like the first form of, you know,
1: you've got Catholic. Christian, baptism,
0: you, you got all kinds of. Them. The first form was Christian, Christianity. Somewhere along the line, Catholics started. Well, what in the world did they do?
1: And how did they come up and convince people that they were the
0: leading authority? And how did they rise to power like they are? That's a good question. There's so many religions
2: out there, so many different versions, and it's just sometimes all too much.
1: Yeah, look at the Crusades. Look at what they did. They went through, conquered all kinds of places, killed in the name of God. If you didn't convert and and you were pagan and all this other stuff,
0: they just they just cut you down. Yep. Where did in the Bible did it tell you to do that?
2: I'm not sure. I think a lot of people put more into religion than what's actually in the Bible. I mean, you have so much out there. People tell you you can't do this and you can't do that because it's a sin. And if you do this, you won't make it to heaven. And the way I see it, a lot of those things like tattoos and having kids before marriage, that kind of stuff. That's no, God ain't going to look at you and be like, Oh my gosh, you brought life into this world. Oh my gosh, you put a mark on your body. You can't come into heaven now. I don't think that's how that works yeah, to I me. Mean, honestly, I believe we're, we're going to repent for all of our sins when we die. So I,
1: I know that we're, we're still sitting here and we're just talking about religion.
0: And This is probably like podcast suicide, but you know, God is an all loving God, and then he's also a vengeful God. He's, he's wrath. But if he doesn't like what's going on, he'll take care of it. Don't you worry about it. You just do you. I can't remember right now that uh, town in the Bible that was full of
1: sin. And then God sent two angels, and they destroyed the whole thing. And then, like they said, don't turn around, don't look back, just keep going. To so the to the the one family that they pulled out of there, and the wife looked back and turned into
0: a pillar of salt. God's got his rules, and if you're not following them, he'll take care of. Them. If you get too bad, he'll wipe you out. I believe
2: that. You know, on a whole nother note, that was a little creepy today. You know, in spirit of Christmas time, everybody, well, not everybody, but most people who have kids have the damn elf on the shelf. And not only is that damn thing aggravating, but a seven-year-old today comes up and uh, she was talking about an elf. And I was like, okay, I was trying to listen in. And Abby's like, it's creepy. And I was like, what's creepy? She's like, Olivia's elf. What are you talking about, Olivia? This elf is creepy. Olivia goes, Abby saw my elf today. I was like, what do you mean she saw your elf? She's like, yeah, he comes and talks to me. And I was like, huh? <laughs> so I was like, what do, you, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, he just, like, appears sometimes, and I don't know why. So, I don't know, but she's, like, describing this elf having, like, six legs and, like, so many eyes and, like, Creepy tongue and stuff, and I'm like, you know what? It's, I don't know what she heard or what she watched.
1: He's a narc. <laughs> he's narking. He's ratting. He's telling. He's going back to Krampus and like, look at this little shit. Like you need a you need a swatter on the hand with your birch rod. <laughs>
2: But she, she said that today, I was like looking around. I was like, where does he appear? <laughs> like, when does he appear? Because <laughs> myself wants to know because she I
1: cleansing. He, did he say like she, he just appears and watches or does he talk to her?
2: No, he talks to her. Well, What's he saying? I don't know. She didn't tell me, but she said Abby <laughs> saw him and Abby's like, mom, he's really creepy. <laughs> She's 10.
1: So, like, so he's over there. He's like. Don't you tell them about me. Don't you mention (laughs) me. He he forgot to give Abby the memo.
0: I guess. But apparently I need to do a cleansing to my house. (laughs) I never heard so he's got six legs. And you said a weird tongue
2: weird tongue or mini tongue something i don't know but she it was just odd like the way she was describing it because i've never heard her talk about things like that and it's really weird because i hear her talk to herself sometimes but i mean that's just her she just talks to herself you know she's got adhd and sometimes it's just how she occupies herself and i'll even ask her all the time, who you talking to and she'll go just myself
1: oh yeah whenever i'm but over now there, i'm starting to wonder <laughs> when i'm over there and we're playing with like the, the little snapchat filters I remember like one time, like it turned you into like broccoli. And so me and her play with it and it turned her into broccoli. And then she came up with like a whole song right there on the spot about on how she's broccoli and she's yummy and all this other stuff and a whole little dance to go with it.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it could be anything, but it's just kind of creepy because, you know, we're going to do this podcast on Krampus and she don't know who Krampus is. I don't, I scare my kids all the time, but I'm not going to tell them about Krampus to try to scare them because that's just not right. I might <laughs> well, like, wait, you know. On
1: another note, all you other parents out there that don't feel that way, Krampus is a great story. You can just be like, look, he's going to come here and he's going to get a big stick. You, you think the switch
0: outside I made you go get the other day is bad. You see his stick. And if you're really bad, he's going to haul you off and he's going to eat you.
2: That should do it. That would, scare, that would have scared me as a kid.
1: Yeah. But now, could you imagine going back, like, where we was talking about all of his companions? And then, like, one is like a devil demon, which I'm, shum- I'm assuming is Krampus. And then it said another one's an angel. It doesn't get into real specifics, but we'll just say that's Jesus. But say that you you stayed up all night or you woke up because you heard a
0: some some kind of noise. And then you see Santa, Krampus, and Jesus
1: all standing. Because you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I'm, I'm staying up. You're you're on the couch. You're not in your bedroom. You're on the couch. You want to catch old man coming down the chimney. So now you got these three people that you don't know, you only recognize one of them standing over top of you in the living room. What are you going to do? I
2: know. You got the one going, ho, ho, ho. And you're going, no, 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 not today. Yeah. And then, you got, <laughs> then you got the
1: other one going whack, whack, whack with his damn broad. <laughs> and Jesus is just over there. Like be blessed my child. Be better next year. <laughs>
2: I mean, at least, you know, now that cell phones and laptops and all the good technology are invented, parents could go the extra mile and even find a picture of Krampus and be like, you see this man? Yes, him. He's the one who comes after bad kids.
1: Oh, yeah. And find one of the older ones. It works. Find one of the older ones, because apparently Krampus has been on postcards for over a century, and the older ones looked horrific. Now they've changed him to the more modern day Krampus is a little bit more
0: lively and charitable and approachable. So yeah. Don't, no, don't have sh- you watched the movie? No, I haven't watched the movie. but I will tell you, I watched a movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it had uh, Mel Gibson as Santa Claus. And he wasn't an elf. He was a leprechaun or goblin or something, and he was, like, immortal, and he was badass with a gun. So, like, the government hired him, and he would do a bunch of, like, the elves would
1: make a bunch of stuff for the military, plus they would make a bunch of toys for all the kids, and then Santa Claus would go and do, like, hits. And then somebody came after they found him. They came after him. And then there was a big uh, shootout and he, the dude ends up dying. Krampus, you think is dead. He's over here. He's got a a, a missing eye and a bullet hole in his head and everything else. No, nah, he recovers. He gets up. He's good.
2: Did you just like come up with this? Cause I've never heard of it.
1: <laughs> no, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a movie. It's got Mel Gibson as, as Santa. Um, crap what's that dude's name did you watch all of um sons of anarchy yes okay do you remember the dude he's kind of skinny he's got dark hair he plays as a uh a transgender woman like a drag queen
2: the one the one that tig messes with
1: yes yeah all right. That is the dude that is like obsessed with Santa Claus. He only ever wanted a toy from Santa Claus and Santa Claus wouldn't do it. Like he just never gave him one <clears throat> and that pissed him off. And so he's like a professional hitman. And then there's this kid who wanted something from Santa. Santa did not do it. The kid got pissed off, hired that guy to go kill Santa. And that dude was jumping for joy because that's all he ever wanted to do was meet Santa and then kill him because he never gave him a fucking toy for Christmas.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. For the life of me, I cannot think of the name. I'm gonna have to look it up. Hold on. Awkward silence. We're going to delete
2: this. (laughs) uh... Well, for anybody out there who, you know, wants to do their own research, I couldn't have come across any, like, personal experience stories. But there is a YouTube video on Darkness Prevails, I believe it was. And it's like five real-life experiences of Krampus. I didn't get to check it out, but if anybody wants to check it out, that's the information. So,
0: All right. So I, I found that movie. And that movie is called... Batman. Did you say Batman? <laughs> no. Fat <laughs> man. Like come again? Fat.
2: Like uh, jolly and, fat man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fat. fat
0: man. Yeah. Okay.
1: We're from the same area of Kentucky. You can't understand me.
0: Well, I think I've talked with the lisp long enough that I just hear a lisp, <laughs> I don't know.
1: But yeah, that story is called, or that movie is called Fat
0: Man. If anybody wants to go check that out as their new go-to Christmas movie, there's still time.
2: And on another, another unrelated note, did you know Kentucky? Northern Kentucky and Southern Ohio experienced a 3.0 magnitude earthquake today?
1: Nope.
2: Yeah, so not only did Kentucky have to suffer tornadoes, earthquakes too. Like, what's going on? I don't know. It's December.
1: Last week, it it snowed in Hawaii.
2: Hawaii, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I know, it sucks. I want to move to Hawaii, but... No,
1: nah, it's too windy. If y'all
2: going to get snow, there's no, there's no point.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure they were going. What
2: the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> is, did one of the volcanoes? Off, I bet you <laughs> they seen the snow and was thinking it was just ash raining out of the sky. They started having volcano evacuations. It was just snow, guys.
2: Q. <laughs> Jack Skellington, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> If y'all want more, just let us know. We'll pack it up and uh, send it to y'all because we don't want it. I don't want it anyways. I hate winter because I do not like the snow. I do not like to be cold. I want fall and spring weather. I want like 60 to 70 degree weather. All year long, I'd be happy.
0: Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, I've officially ran out of things to talk about that are related to Krampus or supernatural Christmas stuff. We we covered Santa, angels, the Bezel or Belzebub or Beelzebub
1: or whichever. We gave you
2: gave you great ideas on how to scare your kids into being good this year.
1: Yeah, we talked about elves uh in and, and snowing in Hawaii. I think
0: we've we've covered about everything we needed to cover or could cover. Yeah. All right.
1: We are Perinatural Unveiling.
2: You can find us on YouTube.
1: You already know where to find our podcast. But we are on anchor spotify and everywhere else you get your podcast
2: you can also find us on your favorite day-to-day go-to's like facebook tiktok or instagram and we are sharing stories now on reddit
1: if you want to reach out to us for questions about our content or have a story you want to share send us an email at ips.crew21 at gmail.com
2: there's a link to all of our media in the description So head on over there to find us on your preferred platform to view our content as we continue growing in our investigations. And until next week,
0: keep searching.